I pledge to live credibly every day without hate in my life. I strive to be a good human and to make this a better planet for myself, my family, and for other people's families in this generation and the next. These are not just words. This is a promise to ourselves to combine every fiber of our hearts and minds into a blueprint for how we behave and how we treat others. It is a daily reminder to unleash the courage to go to work every day in the service of someone else's success. These words are born from a silent and important war that is being fought between two nations. Not the nations that you would expect and not the kind of war that is fought with bullets and bombs. It is a war being fought with actions and words. And sadly, the good guys are having a hard time winning it. And they seek others to take the pledge and to live each day in the service of that conviction. Winning this war will not happen by accident. This problem can be solved, but it will take a community to do it. You can see this as a calling. You can see this as a cause. But most of all, you will see this as a movement. And according to most social scientists, a movement has to have three things. The formation of a collective identity, sharing a communal concern to change the status quo, and moments of practical action over the course of time to address that concern and to provoke change. Our guest this evening is Mitchell Levy, founder and leader of a movement that I just described. To move others to this cause, he is the author of a wonderful book called Credibility Nation for professionals who want to be seen as credible. Welcome to the Climb to the Top and Talk Radio 77 WABC. I'm Chuck Garcia, and my guest is Mitchell Levy. Mitchell, welcome to the program. Chuck, I'm so honored to be here. That was by far the best introduction I've ever had in my life. So thank you. Love it. You're, you're quite welcome. Well, it makes it really easy to find a warmth to my introduction when the person in front of me is doing work that is dedicated to the service of others. Credibility Nation is overall as a movement, is the recognition that we need to define what credibility is and we need to do it not from a, I don't wanna say airy fairy perspective. I, I, it's just not just a heart centered movement. It's from a perspective of how can you have business? How could you make money? How could you live life? How could you interact with friends and family? How could you do all those things and have them all be one. But how it's can one you life. ask 500 people one question? I suspect you could get 1,500 answers. Was there a common thread to the response, what is credibility? It, so the answer is, is I'm going to say a yes and. Mm -hmm. And it was not necessarily the direct responses that I heard, but the feelings or the problems people were having articulating it. Hmm. So a better way for me to answer that question is when I would ask 500 people the, in, the, in the interviews, the first question, 98% of the people didn't get the first question without a little bit of support. And so yeah. it wasn't what they said, but what they didn't say. And, and so the first question is, what is your CPOP? What is your customer point of pain? 
And in essence, it's a, it's a nice way of saying, okay, you know who your customers are, what are the problems they have, can you put it in such a way where it's articulated for people to remember it in a couple words? And 98% of people needed to, to be able to have the clarity, support to help them do that. And, and so what that means is, as a society, we've not been taught to focus on clarity. We really haven't been taught. We've been taught how to make money, uh, dubious, potentially. We haven't been taught on how to make money in such a way where you're of service to others. And how do you articulate it in such a way where not just your prospects see you as exciting, but the spouses and the friends of your prospects actually understand how you are of service and feel good about recommending you. And so Chuck, that would be the it was the question not stated, and that is when I would ask what your CPOP is and 98% needed support, and then probably the, the, the next thing that was most amazing to me is I have 400 plus testimonials. I didn't think about it until later on in the interviews. I have 400 plus testimonials, and they range. They're in the Mitchell in four minutes and five minutes. You did something I've been thinking about and couldn't do for the last five years, 10 years, 12 years, and it's not really me. I mean, I just want to, I mean, there's a portion of this, this is me, but it's not about Mitchell Levy and what he can do. It's about being taught what is credibility and having a, there's a 10 components that make up credibility. What is the definition of credibility and how do we live with credibility? And then if we're going to do it in such a way where we could be appealing to those people in the right way, how do we communicate? And we've just not, not been taught on how to communicate in such a way where we actually speak with our servant leadership uh, up front. Yeah, in, in work that you and I have done together on a, on a project that preceded this one, you talked about the foundations and you use the rule of three in those foundations. Bring them to light. What are the foundations? Credibility is the demonstration or the quality in which you show up as being known, being likable, and being trustworthy. Okay, so let, we've let, all let, heard let me that. restate that. Being okay. known, being likable, and being trustworthy. These are the foundations of this thing, this nation, this movement. Must you have all three to be credible, or are, they, are there various combinations? Uh, you know, I'm still, let me answer your question. I'm, I, I can't quite say yes. I want to say yes. Mm -hmm. Actually, how about I say to be presidential? Yes, you need all. all <laughs> good point. That's a good qualifier. Right. Right. But generally speaking, there are there are areas that could be lacking, um, because in each one of those pillars, I, I did a four-two-four model. So underneath being known, there were four components. Underneath being likable, there are two. Underneath being trustworthy, there were four. So four-two-four, and. It's possible that you're missing or not. You know, I generally think that somewhere between a seven to an eight score makes you credible. So you could definitely miss pieces. What I haven't explored enough, Chuck, is if you're completely missing likability, can you still be credible? I think the answer is yes, but I haven't done enough. We're still early in the phases that I can't, I, you know, we're, we're, it's, all, it's all of these things are still being un unfolded as, as we move forward. All things evolve. However, what we have here is something that I thought was very clever Greek rhetorical technique that we teach in our classes called picking the contrast. And when I look at the metaphor of what you've applied, you've applied credibility versus dubious. 
and both of them are nations, and the war is being fought with the two. Can you describe the, how you came up with Dubious and the creation so our, our, our listeners can understand, is there a scale and where do they potentially fit into it? <laughs> so, the, at first, in terms of creating credibility and credibility nation, it was somewhere around interview 475. <laughs> it took a while to get there. <laughs> and, sorry. <laughs> and it was that particular point in time where I realized that I had something more than just me, that it was more than just Mitchell Levy as a, as a thought leader, as a credibility expert, trying to, to help define what this word meant and how we deployed it, but rather something that we need to shepherd billions of people to understand. Because a lot of times people act in a dubious way because they don't know better. So we'll, to answer your question, let's start off with who are we when we're born? Everyone is born credible. You are born and you come out of the room and you are credible. And somewhere along the way, whether it's when you're young or at different points in time, you're taught dubious activity and some of it works. And some of that dubious activity works and generates results. So you end up doing it. And subsequently, many people are acting dubious because it's what they were taught. It was how they learned. And so part of Credibility Nation is just educational. Well, if you knew that it was much more respectful that you come to every meeting early, not only that, if you're on the air, Chuck, you and I, I was, I was here 15 minutes before, which is considered early. 10 minutes or nine minutes is considered on time. The shocking part in the interviews, 23% of the people came late, 4% came after the hour. I mean, just, so, just to think, 500 people were interviewed, 4% of the people were being interviewed by the global credibility expert on their credibility, and they thought it was credible to come after the hour for a live show. Like, you can't even, like, I can't even imagine how somebody could think that way. All I can say, it is it's a function of how we were taught. We were taught to be successful. We were taught that to do that is we have 10 or 20 meetings in a day. We stack our meetings one after the other. And if we want to give value to somebody and they go over, we let things go over. But I have to tell you, that's not credible. That's being disrespectful for your next set of meetings. Right. And so I think some of it is educational, you know, in, in terms of, in terms of what, what needs to happen. And the, the difference between credibility nation and dubious nation is it will take one particular area, uh, integrity. Integrity is something that is valuable enough it's listed twice. It's, un, it's listed under the pillar of being known. It's also listed under the pillar of trustworthy. And so if you look at all 10 components, integrity is 20% of the value of, of what credibility is. So to me, if somebody, and 2% of the people, by the way, didn't show up for the interview, and even after following through, never followed through with us. Lack of integrity. You're listening to A Climb to the Top, Stories of Transformation on Talk Radio 77 WABC. I'm Chuck Garcia, and my guest is Mitchell Levy, author of Credibility Nation. How did you come to this? What are you by trade? And flash forward us to the point where, boom, I've got this idea to build a nation. Undergraduate. <laughs> in stochastic and deterministic models of operational research. I, I like saying it because there's many syllables, but essentially <laughs> it allows me to model systems and people and then to 
improve them over time. Got an MBA, uh, went to Boston for a little bit, had been in Silicon Valley for 30 plus years. Uh, started 20 plus companies, sat on the board of a public firm. And, but none of that means anything. Uh, I mean, it's all stuff. I mean, it's cool stuff. Yeah, um, that's good. Entrepreneurial. Uh, entrepreneurial. Uh, 1997 is when I left Sun Microsystems and, and I've been running, running companies and started 20 odd companies since then. Right. So what happened is I was, uh, as a book publisher, started in 2005. Mm -hmm. I've subsequently have published 850 books. And between 2005 and 2017, it turns out I was serving the wrong audience. I was serving the armies of people who wanted to write their own books. And what I realized is that what I really wanted to serve were the people who just didn't have the time to write their own books, but had wanted to use the book to help drive more business. So we now do a done for you book service. And as a result of changing the business model, I needed to change my branding. So I changed it from the aha guy, which I love that title, the aha guy, but I changed it from that went to a friend's location. We did a branding exercise and came up with global credibility expert. Felt comfortable being in Silicon Valley with all the things I've done in the past, having that title. But I woke up one morning, Chuck, and I had, had this thought, Napoleon Hill, 500 millionaires, think and grow rich. Mitchell Levy, 500 thought leaders on credibility. And then I didn't know where it was going from there, but I just knew that's what I needed to do. But it turns out that credibility is the, 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 the essence of who I am. I mean, if I look back now at my life of everything I've done, it, and at the beginning, and if you still look at the dictionary definition, the word uh, credibility and trust are synonymous. And that's not true. And that's why it's, it's, it's basically, it's not just trust, but also likability and knowability that we know of you. And, and so, Chuck, it, it turns out that it's the core of who I am. If my family, my friends, the, they would use words like authenticity, integrity. The person you see when I'm doing a business deal or when I'm home with family or hang out with friends, it's that same guy everywhere. Right. And so it, it turns out the way it was ultimately told to me through 500 interviews it, it really is a component. I'm a very reasonable example of, of, of what it is because I've been doing it and I've been applying it in, in the business space. And now, now the important part is, is sort of making sure there's a tie, there's a connection between what you do in all walks of your life. And it just, it's so much easier to be one person. Yeah. And, and what's fascinating is the scale the amount of work to bring 500 people into this nation, whether it was a consensus on the definition of credibility or something else, it was a massive deployment to get 500 appointments and recognizing 4% never relate and 2% never showed up. Did it take you to a place you expected or was there something else on this mountain you learned about yourself? Oh, I, I really, I knew something magical would happen when I started, right? I, and I, I didn't know at first, I figured I, I would come up with the title of the book. And, and it turns out somewhere around interview 40 was the first time something magical happened. And what was it? And, and that was, I started 
I started the interviews because I wanted somebody to look at me and go, yep, you're a credibility expert or you're the credibility expert, whether it was A or the, that was irrelevant. And it's somewhere around interview 40, I entered flow. And I sort of knew who I was. I don't need anyone to tell me anything. I just, I know who I am. I know how I'm serve, right? How I serve others. Mm-hmm. And, and then somewhere around interview 250, I came up with the title of the book, which is now the subtitle. I always thought the title was the, of the book was going to be my, my CPOP, my customer point of pain. Right. And my customer point of pain is humans that want to be seen as credible. Right. So that was originally the title of the book. And, it, and that was the title until I hit about interview 475. And is that where the notion of credibility nation versus dubious nation? Or was that underpinning along the way? Oh, right. I never answered that question. Yeah, because Thanks for coming back did, to that. Where did the contrast go boom? When, so what happened is it was 475 when I realized I needed to do something that was significantly greater than me, which was credibility nation. That was relatively easy to, to come up with that. I then started reading books and looking at how movements work and whether it's a movement or in a business space, it's a category. Every category needs to have a nemesis. Right. Every and hero needs, needs a villain. Yeah. And, you know, and, and typically it'd be somebody in real life, like a person or a, or a company or, and I just didn't feel, I wanted something that would, that would, uh, land the test of time. And so when the word dubious popped into my head, I liked it for a very good reason. The problem I have with, with bimodal constructs like heaven and hell, good or bad, um, is the, the idea that if you're not good, you're bad. If you're bad, you're going to hell. If you're going to hell, well, think about the Crusades. Um, the Crusades were, hey, do you want to convert to Catholicism? If not, you're going to hell. Hey, let's let, let's have you go to hell now and just chop your head off. Right, you're alive right. or dead. That's pretty easy to understand. And that's not what I wanted here. Right. Right. And so I like the word dubious because, and and I like, and I could say that on a daily basis, I probably dip my toe, probably some days less than others, into dubious nation. Right. It's just it's you. It's you. It's part of our humanity that sometimes ego takes over versus Iggy, you know, and, and you know, edging, uh, edging God <laughs> in versus um, inviting good in, right? And, and so in cases where that happens, it is great to have a infrastructure of friends and family who go, you know, <laughs> that might've been a little <laughs> bit- stepping into it. <laughs> yeah, and, and so I, I just, you know, if we're looking at the world today, I often say that there are a thousand times more people in dubious nation than credibility nation. Mm-hmm. And, and there are some people who will never get out of dubious nation. It's just there are people whose glass is not just half empty. It's turned upside down and glued to the table. And, and so those people are not savable. However, there are so many people who just a little bit of education, a little bit of encouragement, and a little bit of knowledge of, of the benefits of living in service of others, and then how to describe it and how to talk about it and how to get people to help you support it. it it's not going to be easy. This is the biggest thing I've ever done in my life, and, uh, and it's scary at times, and I'm okay. excited about 
the possibilities. What we love about what so many of our guests have done, and you are squarely in that camp, is say yes to the thing that scares you the most, because what we recognize is that if we just keep climbing that mountain, sooner or later, wonderful things happen. But what I love about this movement, Mitchell, and what really appealed to me when you and I met, everything had that servant leader foundation to it. That, that, that anything working with you was only going to be as good as our ability to recognize that we are here for that higher cause and we are here in the service of others. And for us at a climb to the top in the production team and the wonderful people in my world, it is our ethos through and through because we are here to help others because on the mountain, this law of reciprocity states that in order to, to climb that mountain, help others. And that team is bigger than any one climber, and they help you, us, climb to that mountain. So the more generous we are to our team, the more the entire force of the team comes in. That, to me, is Credibility Nation. So in our time remaining, I want to talk about a couple of things, because you touched on it, but to our listeners who may feel, yeah, sometimes they step into dubious more than not. How do you help them recognize how to get to that credibility nation, professional development, college? What, where do they go? Or a book? <laughs> oh, thank you for the hints, because I'm <laughs> sometimes I need to be led directly to the path. There is a book called Credibility Nation, which is really uh, the constructs of everything I learned in terms of, of that moving forward. Right. Once I realized the importance of affecting billions of people mm-hmm. created a a movement currently a, a a website called credibility nation so it says credibilitynation.com mm-hmm. and there's an opportunity to participate on a couple on three different levels uh, one of them is a lifelong learning member mm-hmm. right so the types of courses that i feel belong in credibility nation are the types of courses which are 30 to 90 minutes I don't want the, I mean, if, if you need more work than that, that's okay. But that's not, that will be outside of what we offer. I want to get the brightest and best people in the world who are giving courses that sometimes all we need is a little bit of education, a little bit of focus. So a good example, one of the courses, and this is one that I wrote because how people show up as humans, I found in the interviews were beautiful. And how they showed up asynchronously, uh, which is basically how they showed up on their LinkedIn profile on their websites, kind of sucked. As a matter of fact, 80% of the people didn't show up as, as cool as they are in person. They didn't show up that well. And so I created a course, how to put credibility in your LinkedIn profile. Right. It's one hour long. And the simple guarantee is that if it doesn't change the way you look at any LinkedIn profile for the rest of your life, you get your money back. I want those. Well, if you're also, it, in that case, that, you can do that for, for whatever area I'm interested in. Well, I think the way I see that is you're helping them to raise the standard for the things that they may not seem so obvious to them. Is that a fair conclusion? That's a, be- that's a uh, really beautiful, like what's, what's in the first thing of being known is being of service to others. Right. Well, let's, let, let's frame it in, in the question that we ask all of our guests on a climb to the top stories of transformation. What do we want, or do you want our listeners to think? What do you want them to feel? And then lastly, what do you want them to do to move 
from dubious to credible. Let's start with think. What do you want them to think about all this stuff? You know, there's a really simple framework. You could, you could see it online or pick up the book, Credibility Nation, go to the site, see the framework on what are the 10 components, just being aware of that. Just thinking about it on a daily basis, that will do it. So that starts with the mindset. Now let's get to the heart. What do you want them to feel about this thing, this movement? What I, what I want you to, by the way, thank you for walking me through this, Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's what we do at a climb to the top. <laughs> I so appreciate this. Um, some of it should come off the top of my head, but anyhow. The, the thing that I want you to think about is if you're a parent today, and you have children, how do you feel about the, I've got a 22 year old. I am not happy with the world that we're living in. It's sort of like the second back to the future movie, right? It, there's something wrong with where we are. And if he gets married and has kids, I am absolutely looking at the trajectory of where things are going. So if you just look at as, 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 humanity, as humanity, as humans, what have we done to completely make the way we live not a great experience. And it's, to me, it's, it's horrendous where we are today and, and the trajectory of where we're going. And so how do I want you to feel? That we can be of service to this generation right now and to future generations. And that's what the first thing you read was the pledge. Yeah. Um, it's the Credibility Nation pledge. And, and it's to being of service to others right now and into the future. And there's a blueprint that can help you do that. I want you to feel like you have control, that you can make that happen for your immediate family, for your immediate friends, for your immediate coworkers, and for, and then keep expanding beyond that. And then lastly, what do you want them to do? You know, perfect world, come out, come to credibilitynation.com. Check us out. Uh, the low end price point, $5 a month to be a member where we will send you on a regular basis, things you can do, small tips to become more and more credible. And that's not probably the most important thing. Be credible. You can't be credible externally until you're credible internally. So figure out how you could make yourself credible for yourself. If you're like yourself and you're credible, then that will then transpose to uh, your external being as well. You have listened to a climb to the top stories of transformation on Talk Radio 77 WABC. I'm Chuck Garcia. Thank you as always to our listeners for tuning in. And you can find me at chuckgarcia.com. But Mitchell, I want to thank you, one, for coming into my life. It has been just such a pleasure working with you two for coming on to the show and thank you for sharing your wonderful work and for make, helping me and inspiring me to become part of the movement of credibility nation oh i i am uh, uh you're absolutely welcome my pleasure and i'm honored to have somebody of your caliber take a look at this and go wow this is really cool and <laughs> and it is and we need this as humans we need this Thank you, you and you're welcome, Mitchell. And to all of my students who know I teach you something called the primacy recency effect, I started with something and I'm going to end with the same. That I hope that you will join Mitchell and I hope that you will join me and that you will recite, I pledge to live credibly every day without hate in my life. 
I strive to be a good human and to make this a better planet for myself, my family, and for other people's families in this generation and the next. Thank you for tuning in to A Climb to the Top. Mitchell, thank you for your contribution to A Climb to the Top Stories of Transformation. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. You are incredible. Thank you. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.